What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, so you love Ernest, same guy, different day, sitting here with my kombucha. Yeah, that's right. It ain't just white women who drink kombucha, all right? Don't be ashamed, black folks. If you like kombucha, it's all right. It's good for you, and I think it's pretty good. But anyways, this is not a kombucha ad, you know what I'm saying? You get one free promo from me. The rest of this promo, you get pay up, even if I love you, kombucha. Anyways... Back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, yep, yeah, sitting here on this rainy and snowy day. Yes, no, I am not in Alaska. I'm still where I'm at, the northern hemisphere of the United States. And, um, well, in my city, it is snowing and raining. And I am recording this episode April 18th, 2020. Just want to give you a little nature update, but let's get on to the actual episode. Um, first topic here, I hinted at this last week that I was going to talk about it, and basically, this is the topic. So, <clears throat> backstory to it, there was somebody that I paid attention to, paid attention to. Ever since then, I had to unfollow her, I, un- I had to unsubscribe to her youtube channel and her podcast in general she has a podcast of her own she has a youtube channel she's on twitter as well okay not gonna say her name because i'm not going to uh promote any of her shit no it's not erica lachey i still follow that beautiful queen Uh, again i she's made that one live stream that i disagreed with but that don't mean i'm gonna unfollow her in fact disagreeing with my me me the thing is when i follow somebody it's because i i like the way they think i like the things that they say and yes we do agree on some things but not everything i have to agree with somebody for me to be a fan of them this woman was the case until i saw what she was about um and what she's about is nonsense it doesn't make any sense at all um i see the angle there where she's going but it's it's nonsense and it was like all right yo it took me i mean it didn't take me a while because i've only been following this woman for about two months so it took me about two months but still you know if that might be a while in your book i don't know but it took me about two months for me to figure out okay this woman is just about some She's just about some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to T.I. But nah, she's just about some nonsense. I, now I ain't talking about Candace uh, Owens either. I, you know, um, again, I'm not going to name the woman. But basically, she wants R. Kelly. She wants Bill Cosby. She wants all the black sex offenders to be, and basically, basically everybody in prison, um, everybody black in prison, to be released. Because in her mind, since... Harvey Weinstein's lawyers are petitioning to get him out because of the COVID-19 scares. We, you heard about Takashi 69 getting out because of the COVID scares, which I will talk about briefly, um, or at least I'll try to do briefly within the same, uh, topic here. Um, he, he was released and other non-black folks are petitioning to get released or are seemingly being released because of scares of getting COVID-19. 
she wants again Bill Cosby, R. Kelly. These are two of the names that she named, but I'm pretty sure she wants more black folks to be released. Now, her argument for for Bill Cosby is one that I actually agree with. No, I don't agree with Bill Cosby's actions. I'm not even saying that Bill Cosby isn't guilty of it. She don't believe anything. She she really believed that Bill Kells and all these other folks are innocent, or she or she feels as though that I don't know. I I you know what I'm saying like at one moment she'll be like I'm not defending their actions. I know what they did was wrong, and then in the next breath she said she'll she will uh, bring up reasons as to why she believes that they're innocent so it's kind of like iffy with her but i'm not here to argue or try to debate whether i believe that she is innocent i mean that she uh believes they're innocent or not because i really don't care it really doesn't matter you know what i'm saying like it doesn't matter to me you or anybody else listening if she believes that these dudes are innocent the fact of the matter is these guys are locked up and they're locked up based off of what the judge said now, whether you think foul play was a part of it, that's on you. But they're locked up. Um, and we're not going on, are they innocent or not? That was many, many moons ago when I was doing those podcast episodes. You can go back in time and listen to my thoughts on that. What I want to discuss here is just the simple aspect of letting these prisoners go, especially the black ones, uh, because they're they're black now i'm pretty sure that's a stance that a lot of people would assume that i will take you know just letting them off the hook because well if the white ones are getting off the hook if the non-black ones are getting off the hook uh, because they're using covid as an excuse and that's what it is it's an excuse they're not really fucking scared of getting covid i mean sure they are getting scared they are scared of it but they're using this time and opportunity to get the hell out of prison. That's what it is. Because if this was any other thing, if this was, was, you know, cause, cause sure do prisons have chances of getting COVID and, and all that other stuff. Yeah, possibly, but you can also get, uh, the common cold. You could get other various illnesses and viruses within prison. Not just COVID-19. So, if you are really afraid of getting sick, period, you would be afraid of getting sick of the other uh, diseases and all this other stuff. COVID-19 is not the only reason people die out here. COVID-19 is not the only reason people getting sick out here. There are people who are sick or have been getting sick even amongst this COVID-19 situation. And it was literally just a cold or it was allergies fucking up because it's April, even though you can't tell when there's snow on the fucking roof and ground. Um, but people are getting sick out here. Not, and it's, and it's not because of COVID it's because they're getting sick via other ways. So if, you're afraid of getting sick period you would use those other uh uh uh, illnesses and sicknesses to get out of prison too now granted those ways are not as deadly as covid or as was pointed out a couple weeks ago 
COVID is something to be feared, but still not as dangerous as the the common flu, right? Um, that's not what the mainstream media is going to tell you. Obviously, it's all about fear mongering and shit. Um, and sometimes, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, that fear mongering can be useful. Other times, or most times, really, it's not. But anyways, um, so Bill ha- is has actually petitioned to, or him and his lawyers are petitioning to get him out. R. Kelly is doing the same. Harvey Weinstein's lawyers are doing the same. I'm naming three these three guys because, again, these are the three guys she's mentioned. Also, they all have something in common. They're all sexual predators. You can say, allegedly, they're all sexual predators. Right? Um, as for what it's being said about them, I, I'll give y'all that allegedly. But they're all sexual predators. Her thing... And many other black people's thing, or these folks who consider themselves pro-black or whatever, is if white folks are getting off on this shit, black folks need to get off on this shit. I understand the cries for equality and fairness. I understand that fully. What I don't feel comfortable defending is a sex... uh, Is a sex... uh, sexual predator simply because they're black you know it really upset at me too when she brought up R. Kelly I can understand like I said I can understand Bill Cosby Bill Cosby's old he's not doing shit to nobody that, that shit he did and I'm not making light of his situations but the shit he was doing was years ago Bill Bill wanted to take that shit to his grave. If he did what he did, he wanted to take that shit to his grave. I don't think he planned on doing it for the rest of his life. R. Kelly, on the other hand, not only was going to take this shit that he is guilty of, and there's no alleged with R. Kelly, that nigga guilty, but not only did he want to take that shit to his grave, but he wanted to continue doing that until he fucking died. Till death. All the young black women. And that's what got me. Now, I'm not saying if Kelly's victims were white, non-black women that I wouldn't give a damn about them. But how is this black woman on her fucking podcast claiming to be all about the 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 pro-blackness? So all about defending black women and black men, which I give her credit for because she does a great job at defending both black men and women. She's at least uh, equally um, supportive of black men and women, whereas most of these pro-blacks out here only want to defend black men and tell black men, um, black women, you, uh, there's nothing you do wrong. You're not toxic, and tell black men you're toxic, but then claim to be pro-black. You know what I'm saying? She does both equally well, which I give her credit for. There are things that she's done well, which made me a follower of hers until she started spewing this bullshit that I just was like, I can't ride with this. And if you're going to do this every single week, because it's been about a full month of her defending R. Kelly, even though she's claiming to be pro-black. 
Now, pro-black does not mean, and this is where I feel like she's getting fucked up. Pro-black does not mean excusing the wrongdoing of black folks. See, R. Kelly physically, mentally, and emotionally abused black women and black girls. He's a pedophile. He and his entire pedophile rank need to be taken down. I don't give a fuck about COVID scares. In fact, if we're really going to be fair about this whole prison thing, and I've said this in the past, prisons should be, the way prisons are set up, they should be made for rapists, pedophiles, sex offenders. Now, if you're a murderer because you're a fucking serial killer and stuff, you definitely do need to be <laughs> away from society, obviously, so you're not out here killing folks, killing more folks than COVID-19, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I think other folks, you know, drug offenders and things like that, come on now, put them in a rehabilitation, like actual rehabilitation and shit. Give them proper opportunity because people commit crimes such as that because of lack of opportunity. And, you know, let them go and, and live a fruitful life uh, as for, for the rest of their life as long as they're living for the possibility of living a fruitful life. You know, I've already made that discussion about prisons and things like that. But people like R. Kelly, people like Harvey Weinstein, people like Bill Cosby. The shit that they're accused of being charged with, lock them motherfuckers up. Keep them inside. If you get COVID-19, if you get the common flu, if you get malaria, if you get, I don't know, somehow you got Ebola. You shouldn't have been doing shit to land you in prison in an unsafe place anyway. And I am not in no way, shape, or form saying, oh, the motherfuckers in prison, tough. I don't want to sound insensitive to the other folks who are in prison, especially those who are locked up and um, are wrongly accused of situations like rape, drug dealing, murder, and and, and all this other crap that uh, they're falsely accused of. Nor do I want to make light of those, like I mentioned before, who felt they had no choice or that was their only choice to provide for themselves or a family and they sold drugs or they stole or they did whatever, right? I'm not making light of those, those, those people. I'm talking about the people who knew what the fuck they were doing and they did it for years and years and years and got away with it until they didn't. The Weinsteins and the Kellys. Those motherfuckers know what the fuck they was doing. And I'm not going to be up here screaming free R. Kelly because, oh my God, if Harvey Weinstein gets out of COVID because he's got COVID. I'm pretty sure the victims of R. Kelly who actually don't want to be, who aren't brainwashed and they actually fear that shit. I'm pretty sure they don't want that man out. I'm pretty sure uh, uh, Cosby's victims feel the same. Even though, again, I feel as though he poses 
less of a threat. Harvey Weinstein, too. I'm going to keep it a buck. Harvey Weinstein, the only threat he is, is looking at that horrible face of his. But, and Cosby ain't looking no better either. And, and Kells is, <laughs> if you've seen recent photos of Kells, Kells is stressing. But good. Good. Kelly is the younger uh, man of those three men. And I would give Kelly the same. Not benefit of the doubt, but basically the, the, the I would put him in the same boat as 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 Cosby and Harvey Weinstein if Kelly wasn't continuing the shit that he was doing. I'm telling you, Kelly was doing this shit up until he got caught. This wasn't like he stopped like Bill Cosby. 20 or so years ago it wasn't like Harvey Weinstein when he was active in the business he was doing that shit and then he stopped being active in the business therefore he stopped doing that shit again not to not to make light or not to say that oh it's not a big deal that what Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby are accused of but you got two dudes who are rumored to have done things in the past. And that stuff is, is documented, but no recent documentation of, of obviously, because they're in prison. But prior to them being locked up in prison, there was no documentation. To my knowledge, of course, if you have the knowledge of them being you know, active in the field, then I'll, then I'll take back what I said here, but no one's providing that information to me, I'm not searching it up right now, so I'm going based off of what, from what I believe is to be true, from what I remember when I paid attention to both these dudes' cases, they weren't, before they got locked up, they weren't active in doing the shit that they were locked up for doing, R. Kelly was though. R. Kelly started that shit early. <clears throat> and was still, yes, and was still carrying on the BS that he was doing to those black women and black girls. Because I'm going to keep mentioning that for all you faux blacks out here listening to it. And you want to scream free R. Kelly because Harvey Weinstein's getting free. We got to know when to pick our battles. You got black revolutionaries like Momia. Sorry if I fucked up that brother's name. Who's locked up right now. And I believe he, if last I heard from him, he has COVID. Pro-blacks, why aren't you trying to free him? Momia was locked up simply because he, on some false, The man was exposing white supremacy. And you can look up Mumia, Mumia if you want. Uh, but the man was exposing white supremacy. And they locked his ass up basically to shut him up. And he's been locked up ever since. I believe this is the 60s and 70s or 80s. I could be wrong. I believe it was the 80s, the, the latest. 60, late 60s, early 70s. The, the the earliest 
I gotta brush up on my Momia facts, but um, yeah, he's locked up. There's other black civil rights activists, fighters, who aren't out here raping young black women, young black men, who aren't out here drugging women in period, who didn't get locked up for doing the crazy shit Bill Kells and Harvey Weinstein were locked up for. They were locked up for simply being black, being a black panther, exposing white supremacy, fighting against white supremacy, being quote-unquote terrorist because they're part of a black pride group. Why aren't you all defending them? Y'all claim to be the the black intellectuals and this, that, and the third. But you want to defend R. Kelly because he's black? And say, well, if Harvey Weinstein go to get out because he contracted COVID-19, then how come... If R. Kelly dies from COVID-19, you heard it here first. That's motherfucking tough. It's karma to me. I ain't gonna miss that nigga. What he did was foul. What he did was wrong. And there's no way, shape, and hell I'm gonna defend that. Like I said, Bill Cosby is a slight different story. Because I don't think he's a threat anymore. Kelly is. And that's what it all boils down to at the end of the day. Why I feel Kelly should not be locked up. But if you are going to release folks. If Harvey Weinstein does get released. I'm on y'all side. When I, when 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 when, I, when y'all say Bill Cosby should be released. But not R. Kelly. R. Kelly. If y'all, if y'all are the reason R. Kelly gets released today. Y'all are the reason why more black girls and young women. Get in a fucked up situation they were in. When Kelly was out. So live with that with y'all full black asses. All right, back. And we're going to talk about basically Biden once again. <clears throat> hey, I know you're going to be like, well, if you don't like the guy, why you keep talking about him? Literally, the only topics right now to talk about is either the pandemic or politics. Pandemic Politics. These are the only two things that we're being discussed um, that are, you know, topics here. I'm not talking about some fuck shit. I'm not going to talk about reality shows. I'm not, you know, pandemics and politics. All right. If you don't like that, I got a music based podcast in the description box below. I tell you all the time, the My Two Cents podcast. Go over there, hear my music thoughts. Over there, you're not going to hear about the pandemic or politics. And the only time, the only time you're going to hear about politics is if there's political music being talked about. All right? But I can rest assured that nobody's making political music right now. So go in the description box below if you're tired of hearing me talk about the pandemic <clears throat> or politics. Go there, check out my other podcasts. All right? Now, for those who don't mind, I appreciate the listening. And I appreciate your maturity as well. 
Um, I just wanted to talk about this aspect of burning it down or working within the system. Now, this is in regard to the Democratic Party and basically the obvious differences between progressives and leftists, right? Liberals and progressives or what the, yeah, <clears throat> a lot of them, a lot of us call ourselves, right? Now, you've heard me on this podcast many times before say that I am very liberal. That does not mean that I am so liberal that I am the blue no matter who type of liberal. That's not me. And let me take a sip of this kombucha, baby. Now, as I've made it before, I've talked about how I consider myself a progressive. I consider myself a liberal. <clears throat> I would describe ideologically, uh, uh, you know, ideas-wise, I, I would want to center myself as an independent, not a centrist, but an independent, because... I do not want to align myself with the Republicans or the Democrats, right? But have there been more uh, left-leaning polit politicians that I voted for, that I've agreed with? Yeah. I want to say agree with more because to be real, y'all, <clears throat> the only presidential... Uh, the only president I've ever voted for was Barack Obama and then Jill Stein in 2016. I, she's a Green Party candidate. When Barack first got into office was the same year I turned 18. So I'm not saying as active as I was in the and I wasn't super active in politics, but I was aware of what was going on even prior to 18. I still couldn't have voted, period. All I ha could do was word of mouth. So I voted for Brock the first time, voted for Brock the second time, voted for Jill Stein in 2016. This time around... <clears throat> You're probably going to, uh, uh, have you made up your mind about voter for Biden? No, I haven't. <laughs> I told y'all, I gave y'all reasons for why I would vote for Biden, even though I don't like the guy. I see the other side as well. Those who refuse to vote for Biden and refuse to vote for Donald Trump. I don't think it's, I don't think it's smart, <clears throat> for lack of better wording, for people who were Bernie supporters, and this is what Donald Trump wants, and this is what's going to happen when Trump wins. Yes, I still believe Trump is going to win. When Trump wins, this is exactly what's going to happen. You're going to have probably a small, concerning, a little bit, not too concerning, but a small percentage of Bernie supporters go vote for Trump or say they're voted for Trump. And then guess who is going to be blamed for Biden's loss? Not Biden. Not the people who claim they were going to vote for Biden, but probably didn't go out and vote anyways. 
Not the stupid ass electoral college. But the, let's just say, small percentage. Let's just say like eight, three to eight percent of Bernie supporters. Even those numbers are kind of large when you think about it. But let's just say. Let's just put those numbers out there because they're the ones coming to mind for some reason. Let's just say the three to eight percentage of Bernie supporters, which means a good 90, 90, anywhere between 92 to 97 did not vote for Biden. I mean, did not vote for Trump. Um, And let's just say those 92 to 97 percent voted for Biden. Right. Let's just say only about three to eight percent of them voted for um, voted for Trump and the rest voted for Biden, right? Let's just say that hypothetical. Guess who is still going to get the blame for Trump being in office? That measly little 8%. Even if it shows that Biden is the more, wins the popular vote, just like Hillary did in 2016, Even when the numbers show that, hey, even those folks who do not like Biden, who wanted to, who who claim Bernie or Buss sucked it up and said, okay, fine, we're voting for Biden. Even though they are the majority of the Bernie supporters, the Bernie bros, and they voted for Biden, it's still all Bernie bros' fault. It's still Bernie Sanders' fault. It's still all the Bernie, Bernie fans' fault that Trump is back in office. That's exactly how it's going to go. Because that's exactly what the Democratic Party is about. Not about accountability. Not at all. They're not going to say, well, we had a pretty shitty candidate in Joe Biden. We screwed over a bunch of great candidates that could have been, uh, That could have gone up against uh, Donald Trump and would have would have given a better battle to Trump. Now, would I say would they have won or not? Mm, Don't know. I'm not too confident in in, in that. As much as I love Bernie, as much as I love Tulsi, um, I'm not going to say that they were. I was super confident in them defeating Trump either. I'm a realist at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? No matter how I personally feel about anything, really, sports teams, there are sports teams that I absolutely love, but if I'm like, I don't think they have a chance at winning a championship this year, next year, whatever the case may be, that don't mean I don't love the team, that don't mean I don't have faith in the team, there's a big difference between losing faith in somebody and simply just saying what you believe is going to be reality. If I had no faith in Bernie Sanders at all, you I wouldn't have supported him. The reason why I don't support, that's not the only reason why I don't support Joe Biden. But I have no faith in Joe Biden. So I'm not going to support a man that I don't have faith in. But there are other reasons as well. So don't get that messed up. But... As I was stating before, this whole idea of working within the system or tearing it down. Bernie Sanders wants to work within the system. 
which I will talk about in the last topic here because it's going to be another political topic and it's going to be primarily about Bernie Sanders and whether he is as radical as his fans are, basically, right? I'll talk about that again next topic. Here, I want to talk about the idea of do wh wh which one do I think is beneficial and, you know, ask you all, which one do you think is beneficial? Hopefully you all call in and um, send a voice message as you can and let me know what you all think are, is the more beneficial option, working within the system or um, tearing it down. <clears throat> tearing it down and 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 looking at the leftists who are part of the corruption who are part of why the left in general is in a disarray looking at them and saying well this is what you all wanted this is what you all caused. I know there are people that's going to say things like it's dangerous to think that way. It's, I, I, last week I talked about how um, <clears throat> that if I were to vote for Biden, um, was that last week or the week before? I, one of those. I, I recently said <laughs> uh, that if I were to vote for Biden, it would be a vote to help everybody. It would be a vote against Trump, obviously, but it will be a vote to uh, ensure that or for me to do my part to make sure that uh, nobody is living in hell. You know what I'm saying? Not nobody's living in hell, but it would be a vote for the people, basically. I would be doing my part to help out as many people as possible. As many people that I feel would be damaged uh, had Trump been in office for uh, another four years. It wouldn't be for me personally, even though there are probably things that I would benefit from it. In the long run, I have no faith. Yes making it clear where my faithless lies. I have no faith in a Trump or Biden presidency doing anything for my black ass. And I'm just keeping it real. I have zero faith that is it if if it's not zero, it's damn near close to zero faith that anything these two dudes, these two political parties will do that is going to benefit my black ass. My black male ass, if we are being uh, specific. But I was putting all of that aside, willing to put all of that aside for the greater good of other folks. Folks that most likely will not put ever do that for me, but it is what it is. And I'm still, I still have that mindset. But I also am not going to tell the people who want to sit back and say, you know what, I'm not voting. 
And yes, a non-vote is still vocalizing, is still being vocal. It's not being as vocal as a physical vote, obviously. But <clears throat> I'm not going to sit back and tell those people to vote or who to vote for. And to quote Bernie Sanders back in 2016 when he backed uh, Hillary Clinton. If I ever tell you who to vote for, don't listen to me. Well, his, 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 the entire quote was, I will never tell you who to vote for. And if I ever did tell you who to vote for, do not listen to me. Well, Bernie just the other day told everyone to vote for Joe Biden. So do we listen to the Bernie Sanders of 2016 when he said, do not listen to me if I told you who to vote for? Or do we listen to the Bernie Sanders of 2020 who is saying vote for Joe Biden? Here's what Ernie is saying about Bernie's statements. Again, I will never tell you who to vote for either. I believe that... <clears throat> Bernie Sanders in 2016 made those comments believing one thing and Bernie Sanders in 2020 probably looks back and says, I could have done things differently. Bernie's still my guy. Let's not get it twisted. Bernie is still my guy. I still love Bernie Sanders. I made it clear that I wasn't surprised he did what he did. I don't agree with it. I don't even agree with his backing of Biden. But. As 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 you're going to hear in the final topic uh, up next. Um, you're going to hear my thoughts about uh, Bernie, right? But I, I, I just think that he's at a different mindset now. I think that he has got it in his head now that he probably built or tried to, in a way, uh, 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 rev up the... Sorry, I was yawning. All right, it's morning time. Uh, but he tried to rev up the revolutionary the revolutionish slash you know revolutionary type of cause and fight but i think and maybe it was because of the obama talks right maybe obama made some lies to him and made it feel as though he can work within the system or you know made it seem as though you know it's it's a possibility i won't say a lie but it's a possibility even though I don't believe Obama believes in all that, but you know, yeah, um, there's a possibility, and AOC believes in that too. And I don't want, and I love AOC too. Um, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but I see a bunch of uh people, uh, self self uh. Described as doomers, right? Uh, people who basically <clears throat> are doom and gloom, and and they're man, this shit sucks, and this that, and 
as someone who used to be that, I never really knew the word how to describe it, but you know, I, I, I would use pessimistic, but you know, doomer, pessimistic, pessimist, you know, all the same, really. Um, but as somebody who was that, um, I can look back at those people and not say that they're wrong. I mean, some of them are just like, come on now, come on, have some hope. I can understand that. But, uh, uh, uh the ones that I've seen have every right to feel the way that they feel. They have every right to believe that destroying this system is what's best for the actual change that needs to be happen that needs to happen but i do want to say this before i get on to the last topic as much as i am for maybe this is just a radical me speaking coming out as much as i am for destroying shit breaking shit History has shown that's only worked when lives, and I mean physical lives, were at stake, like in death. Slavery was a revolution because you had human lives being abused, threatened on a daily, and basically mistreated. Other revolutions where a system, whether you believe the system was a good system or not, a system, because slavery was a system, still, it wasn't a moral, ethical system that was morally right and just, but it, but still a system. History has shown systems that either enslave folks or caused the death of folks. Those are the systems that were broken down and built back up. And no, we're not in the best system today, but we're not physical slaves anymore. We're not slaves to the extent of our ancestors, our ancestors being black folks, and those who were ancestors of slaves in general. We're not of that uh, uh, of yoke of slavery because of the revolutions that happened. The actual revolutions of um you know, slave revolts and uh actually tearing down, literally and figuratively tearing down, burning down the system that was in place to create the life that was that's needed to be that needed to be created in this situation here sure you have a two-party system you have two politicians who are just utter trash you have a two-party system that is just utter trash you have <clears throat> Things within both of these political parties that need to be dealt with. 
it should have been dealt with. But nobody is a slave in either of these systems. And what I don't understand is the folks who clearly are of the left and they aren't Biden supporters, but they weren't Bernie supporters either, feel as though they cannot, they don't have power. They don't have a power. They, they feel as though the most important thing is to get Trump out of the motherfucking White House. And if that means voting for someone they clearly don't like, it's asinine to me. It's crazy. As if all of those people, if all the Warren supporters, if all the Bidens, I'm not Biden supporters, but all the Bernie supporters, all the Warren supporters, all the people who supported Hillary in 2016 and don't really fuck with Biden. Came together and voted for either a third party candidate who was better fit. If they did that, I know I said either, but I don't have any other either's, you know what I'm saying? If they voted for a third party candidate that was better fit, that would really, really make a statement within both parties, especially the Democratic Party. That would really tell the Dems, y'all cannot and will not continue to get away with this lesser of two evils bullshit y'all cannot and will not continue to get away with fucking over the best candidate simply because you want to continue this corruption But the problem within that, within itself, is I mentioned Hillary supporters, and Hillary is a part of that fucked up. What's what's wrong with the left? Left? What's wrong with the Democrats? And if I include her in that, and also Warren wants to be the watered down, nicer less problematic Hillary. And my biggest uh, uh, problem with Warren is I believe she's a pathological liar. I do not believe anything that the causes, a lot of the causes she, she claimed to be about, I really feel as though she's an opportunist at the end of the day. As someone who's met her, very familiar with Elizabeth Warren. I feel as though she's an opportunist. And what politician isn't is what you're probably saying. I mean, this woman is an opportunist, even not in the political sphere. I mean, like, in just everyday living. There's something serious, seriously wrong about people who feel the need to lie about everything, who feel the need to be opportunistic about every fucking thing. Politics aside. And that's why, that's how I feel about Elizabeth Warren. But that's just me, all right? Y'all can feel however you want to feel about her. I'm not saying there's no genuine bone in her little skinny old lady body, all right? I'm not saying there's not a genuine thought or emotion in her body. 
I just find it hard to I just find it hard to 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 see or figure out what is genuine because I am so used to so much lies being spewed from her and so much opportunism being moved through those old lady bones them bones them bones them old bones but I don't want to uh, make this segment here any longer than it needs to be. Um, I just wanted to say that I see both sides, like Chanel. But no, um, I, I I can understand Bernie's uh, approach to it. Because, again, history has shown uh, when... Uh, people have worked within the system. It wasn't. It wasn't fast. I'll give y'all that. Y'all want the thing is, I feel as though those who want to burn shit down want quick, fast results. When you, it's like y'all never heard the term "good things." Uh, you know, not whatever. I'm forgetting the term. I tried to insult y'all, but <laughs> nah, it was. It's a term that not good things come to those who wait, but like not not good. Something about good things not coming easy, right? History has shown that. That the more you fight for these things, they will happen. Once you keep trying, but they're not an instant overnight type thing where it's going to happen for you. And I feel as though a lot of the burn it down folks are that they want the instant change. And I get it. I get it. I Ideally, I want the in the perfect world. I want the instant change. We shouldn't have to wait 30 years from now for college and, and health care to be free. We shouldn't have to wait 30 years from now for, uh, you know, the to get the money out of politics. We shouldn't have to wait 30 years from now for another fucking crisis to happen for people to realize how essential uh workers how the working class in general is what runs this country and should be valued in this country we shouldn't have to wait all these years for that i understand that but again history has shown the only reason why we should burn shit down is when it's a life and death situation and you could look at these situations like it is life and death because you got people who are literally dying out here because they cannot afford their health care. There are literally people dying out here because they can't afford rent, they can't afford food. And they were told $1,200 would suffice for 10 fucking weeks. Anybody who believes this crap I want y'all to live off of $1,200 for a week. $1,200 for 10 weeks. A week. And then report back to me. I want you to document every fucking day of your life for those 10 weeks. And then at the end of the 10 week. 10th week. Report to me how those 10 weeks did. And how much money you have. I am willing to bet 
$20 billion that I don't have. That your ass did not make it through the 10 weeks with $1,200 fucking dollars. Or a penny to spare. With ease. Now if you're being taken care of. I'm not talking to you. You spent 1200 days on this earth. Plus. Being taken care of. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to grown folks. Who live on their own. Who pay their own bills. Who have to pay for their own food. The grown folks who will defend these fucking these assholes who are screwing over them because they in their mind believe the system is not rigged the system will never be against them or be against the people why would the system do that why would the system and I understand a lot of it has to do with ignorance and lack lack of, of, of knowledge Come on, yo. Wake up, people. Wake up. All right. Last and final topic here. As I stated before, I'm going to talk about Bernie Sanders and his supporters. Right. Here, what I'm going to do is just basically... Draw a line in the sand between the two because I do believe that we as Bernie Sanders are we have similar similarities to Bernie, obviously, as to why we support Bernie. But I think there's a glaring difference between Bernie Sanders, the man, the politician, just him him, himself and us. And I'm throwing myself in this us, even though I can realize or I feel as though I can clearly see this difference. I just want to highlight that difference for other Bernie bros of Bernie uh, Bernie Sanders uh, supporters out there. And just to make it clear to people, right? These are obviously my thoughts, my opinions. I don't know for a fact if Bernie is this different from us, but from what I've seen over the years um, and what uh, his recent dropping in by and, and backing of Biden um has showed me it showed me it showed me that uh he's not the radical dude that a lot of us within the support group and a lot of people outside of the Bernie Sanders support uh group um have made him out to be now Bernie is definitely not of the right wing. So they call him radical because he, and I made this clear last week, he throws in ideas that the right people on the political, uh, the right side of the political spectrum believe are radical ideas for some reason. Because, well, that's not how America does things. Even though a lot of what Bernie, not even a lot, all of what Bernie is proposing or was proposing um, would help out many of those people who are Donald Trump supporters. But they are too ignorant and too dumb to understand that, right? Not all, but you know, they are. 
Anyways, he's definitely not of that side. That's why they call him radical. Because he says things that seem impossible and they seem impossible because they believe in the American way. And the American way is not necessarily everything that uh, or anything, really. Most of uh, the quote unquote radical ideas Bernie Sanders is putting out there. He's definitely not of the he is left leaning, but he's definitely not someone who is supported and is of the same yoke of the left um the democratic candidates for the obvious reason being Bernie Sanders is not an establishment democrat he is not somebody who is like a Joe Biden who will tell you to your face well if you don't like me vote for Donald Trump you want to know why Joe Biden is comfortable saying things like that and why he feels as though he can say things like that. Because a Donald Trump presidency doesn't hurt Joe Biden. It doesn't hurt Hillary Clinton. It doesn't hurt all the other uh, uh, establishment Democrats. They're still getting their money either way. They're still in bed with Donald Trump. Sure, they disagree on shit, but the corporations that are feeding them, lining their pockets up so they can continue destroying the fucking planet, so they can uh, continue to fuck over the 99%, Joe Biden and them are still getting paid regardless of who's in office. The big fight between red and blue in politics has nothing to do with sets claiming what set they claim, but has everything to do with just perceived power. And the more blue folks you got, the more power you can have. And when I say perceived power, I mean in the aspect of the quote-unquote decision-makings that they're claiming to make on their own, who really has the power of the corporations. That's why I say perceived power. They want to have more of them in office. The Republicans are guilty of this too. They want to have more of them in office so more of them can, 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 can receive money from the corporations feeding them money, paying them to look the other way, basically. Paying them to fool the American people. More of them getting money means more money for the for not only their individual pockets, but for the party. So when you got Joe Biden telling you, well, then vote for Trump. What he's basically saying is, well, go ahead and vote for Trump. I'm not the one that's going to suffer from a Trump presidency, four years of it. I'm going to continue making my money. These corporations pay me to lie to you regardless of who's in office. Whether I'm a vice president or not. Or a president or not. These corporations pay me to lie to you. No matter who's in office. 
Only reason why I want to get in office for one term is so I can have a bigger platform so more corporations come to me and more corporations continue to pay me to lie to you. So then I can enact some of the things that are going to damage you in the long run and benefit me financially. Bernie Sanders is not that. Joe Biden isn't the only one I'm saying. I'm just not the only Democrat who believes in that, by the way. Like I mentioned, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama was that. Democrats in general are that. I'm putting Joe Biden, obviously, because he is the president, uh, the the candidate from the Democratic side that is going against Donald Trump in November and will lose horribly. But hey, to everybody who's on the burn it down crowd, I am with you on this one. Let the games begin. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be atrocious the way Donald Trump destroys. He's already starting with the jabs. He's starting with the jabs with on 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 Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Joe Biden's only tough on reporters who ask him questions he don't like. When he tells them, "Go vote for uh, Donald Trump," then I have yet to see a jab, not even a, a rope dope from Joe. Rope dope Joe, <laughs> not even not even that. Uh, against uh, against Donald Trump. Donald Trump be throwing jabs already. So when the jabs start coming, the haymakers are going to start coming. And man, oh mother freaking man. It's going to be ugly. And I'm not voting for Trump. I'm not rooting for him. But I do love to see a beat down. I'm sorry. I do love to see a beat down. Maybe it's the primal instinct in me. But I do love to see a nice ass whooping whether that be physical or verbal or both now obviously trump is not going to if trump ain't physically beating the shit out of nobody come on he won't even physically beat the shit out of himself i you know i don't even think he could touch his dick so he can't even physically beat the shit out of his dick but that verbal beat down boy Get your popcorn ready. Anyways, back, back on to uh, Bernie Sanders. I, um, I want to, the big difference between Bernie Sanders and his supporters is basically Bernie Sanders is not as radical as a lot of people say that he is. Saying somebody's radical and them actually being radical are two different things, obviously. That's like that's like with anything in life. You can say somebody is this way, but if their actions show the complete opposite of what you're saying that they are, it's a clear indication that the actions is a more accurate portrayal of who that person is rather than what you are saying that person is. Now, you can say, well, it was his actions that made me call him a radical. Sure, you looked at things like the policies he wanted to enact, like how he wanted to do away with student debt, how he wanted health care for all, 
You can look at these things and call them radical, but I went over why they're considered radical here in America. They're not considered radical in other places. You know, these things are not necessarily radical. These are things that need to be done for the betterment of people. Because countries who actually give a damn about their people are doing these things. But that's the big difference between Bernie fans and Bernie Sanders. A lot of us are radicals. Actual radicals. A lot of us do want to burn the system down. Are the buck the system type. A lot of us are willing to say, nah, fuck that. I'm not voting for Biden. We, we, I, I, I know how dangerous uh, Donald Trump is. But I am not supporting a man that I believe is also dangerous. That I am not using my vote, my powerful vote, and wasted on a vote because I believe that vote is the lesser of two evils. Bernie Sanders is not that. He showed he wasn't that in 2016 when he backed Hillary. If Bernie was really the radical that we, and we meaning you, not me, but we thought that he was, Bernie would call out the rigging of the DNC uh, primaries. Bernie Sanders would aggressively call out not only Democrats, but Republicans. He would aggressively, and he has in the past, but we're talking about Bernie Sanders now, 2020 Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is not doing that now. So maybe at some point, one point, Bernie Sanders was the radical that we were, that we are now. And people can attribute, well, he got elder and yeah, yeah. Maybe when some of us get older, we're going to see things more of the way Bernie, Bernie Sanders sees things now, of working within the system. Maybe we won't. It really depends on the person. I don't like when people put things on age and shit like that. There's a lot of older folks who are just straight up immature. There are a lot of young folks who are immature. There are a lot of young folks who are clearly immature. You know, but that's the biggest difference between us two, us two, meaning Bernie Sanders, the man, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> and Bernie Sanders supporters, the men, the women, and the legends, (laughs) You know, the non-binaries out there who are Bernie supporters. The gender fluids out there who are Bernie supporters. We are all legends, you know. But that's the difference between us and, 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 and him. And I'm not saying that, again, to insult the man. I still love Bernie Sanders. You can feel however you want to feel. I'm not here to tell you how to feel. In fact, I'm going to steal a quote from Bernie and remix it. I'm never, I, I'm, 
never going to tell you how to feel. And if I do tell you how to feel, do not listen to me. Just like how he said, once again, I'm never going to tell you who to vote for. And if I do tell you who to vote for, don't listen to me. Well, I'm burned, dog. I'm going to do what I've always, even if, if Bernie never said that quote, I still, at the end of the day, vote for the type of uh, politician that I feel strongly about um, when I did ever vote. You know what I'm saying? And I want to make it clear because I know people are going to be like, you only vote for presidential election? When I said the first time I ever voted was a presidential election, I really meant that was my first presidential vote. Yes, in 2018, that's when I first turned 18. Summer of 2018, I turned 18. Months later, Barack Obama uh, is a presidential candidate. I voted for him. But that wasn't the only thing I've ever voted for. I voted for city council and things like that. And no, I don't just vote for presidential elections. In fact, I make it more of a purpose to vote for the local governments, the local elections. You know, governor, mayor, city council, this, that, and the third, all that stuff. I make it more of a purpose to vote for that. Then the presidential election, because there've been there hasn't been any grand president. There hasn't been any presidents that wowed me, or elect or uh, presidential hopefuls who've wowed me as much as Bernie, as much as a Tulsi. And when this this stuff first came out. About the whole Bernie dropping and everything. Well, when he was losing a primary, I was under the, the, when he lost Super Tuesday, I should say. I was, um, I was under the impression, fuck it, I ain't voting this presidential election. Fuck it. Cause I know, I knew it was going to be Biden and, uh, Trump months before April, months, months before March. <clears throat> Well, probably in March, but still. Super Tuesday was March, right? Or before then. Either or. After Super Tuesday, I knew for a fact. Or I didn't know for a fact. But I was saying I wasn't voting in this presidential election. Now again, my mind. It's not made up. To be honest with y'all. It's not. I've heard good reasons on both sides. As to who to vote for, who not to vote for. I mean, when I say both sides, I mean either vote for or uh, um, Biden or not. I don't mean vote for Biden or Trump because it's a definite no right there. That's the one thing I know for sure who I'm not voting for is Donald Trump. <clears throat> Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. As I've stated, if I can do something to keep him from serving another four years, I'm willing to do that. But I won't do it proudly since I would not be a proud voter of Joe Biden if come November I vote for Joe Biden. Simple as that. 
I, there's still months to be made. I still have a decision to be made. A lot of people are probably in my predicament right now. And again, I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm not telling you how to feel. I, me personally, I just don't feel personally right without within myself if I don't present the good and the bad. Meaning, I don't present what I personally feel and what I feel is good, but I don't personally align with. Meaning, I felt good about myself being able to tell, not tell people, but being able to say, give reasons as to why uh, voting for Biden would be a good thing for many people in America. Not necessarily me, per se, but for many people in America. I also feel damn good. When I say fuck Biden, fuck Trump, and everybody who is waking up to this two-party system bullshit, I want to ride with y'all because y'all are fucking awesome, and y'all are y'all are just y'all are my people. Y'all are speaking my language, you know. So that's why I've been. It's not me going back and forth and switching and, and uh, I'm voting for Biden. No, I'm not. I'm not. It ain't that. Because I can tell you right now, I'm still undecided. But what I do feel like doing is at least using my itty bitty platform to basically share my thoughts as what the point is of my podcast, both of them, but to give reasons for why I feel as though if there is a silver lining because that's me. I'm at the point now where I try to find a silver lining in everything, even if it doesn't necessarily benefit me, right? To the deepest of extent that it's going to benefit somebody else. Because even though I feel that, and I, I and I know this is kind of like last topic shit. I mean, for the previous topic shit. I already said what I said about the whole Bernie and uh, uh, his 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 uh, difference between us and him. He's not radical, right? But <clears throat> as far as me, yes, I do believe that it's not a country for my black ass. But maybe just a peace of mind is might a peace of mind might be the only benefit I get. Uh, if I do end up voting for Biden and knowing that I at least did something to try to help other people. Because shit, to be honest with y'all, peace of mind is all I've been fucking getting all my damn life. I won't say all, but for the majority. I wish I could name y'all times where I've done stuff that benefited me and everybody else. Every time I did something to benefit somebody else, it was the peace of mind of it helped them out in a way and I didn't get shit from it. Shit other than to say I did this, that, and the third. And I'm not even that type of person to where I do things for people so I could brag about it. No. No. 
So that's the only thing I'm going to get from this Joe Biden presidency is a peace of mind or at least vote, not a Joe Biden presidency, but a vote for him is, well, I did what I could to help other people as I've been doing all my mother damn life. That's right. I said mother damn. But it is what it is. Again, we'll see when we'll see. In fact, if if, if I do vote, we'll see when we see. It's really none of your damn business, but I'm telling you anyways, right? Um, so be grateful that I'm even discussing that stuff because nobody has to di- di- discuss that type of information. With that being said, that will be the end of this episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name, timestamps in the description box below per usual. Wow. Listen to five minutes, 10 minutes, the whole damn episode. I really appreciate it if you did that. But your listen in general is greatly appreciated. Support for this podcast can be done freely and monetarily if you want to support monetarily hit up that support tab wherever you listen to this podcast you will see the support tab hit that up any amount is appreciated or you can hit up the link to my paypal in the description box below my cash app name is there as well give me a little some some more big some some that's all great your support there any amount is greatly appreciated that's optional if you want to support for free, a simple subscribe of the podcast is what you can do if you're not already subscribed to the podcast. A simple share of the episode, whether you're subscribed or not, will help support the podcast as well. Comment on the episodes, like, all that stuff. Anything that is possible to wherever you listen to this episode or wherever you listen to the podcast. Do all of the good stuff you can do with the podcast right there. For free, of course, if you want to support freely. If you want to do both, go right ahead. Appreciate all of that. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQIA lives matter. Trans lives matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. Black men matter. Black women matter. And you matter. And I'm out. Peace.